Welcome to It Just Means Less, where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Perrigan and Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to It Just Means Less podcast. I'm your host, Wells Perrigan, here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. How are you, Jacob? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm really excited to do this episode as we have a special guest today, the one and only Noah Bryant. How are you, Noah? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's always a pleasure to be able to do this with Noah. Um, I think we had him on for maybe week three or four of football. Um, yeah, in Texas week, I think. But always, always a pleasure to be on here with Pickens County's finest. The number one <laughs> podcast in Pickens County, if I do say so myself. Probably the only podcast in Pickens County. <laughs> I feel oh, I feel like a church definitely has some podcast where they post up their sermons somewhere. Okay, I got you. Maybe the only sports podcast in Pickens County. I think that's fair to say. Probably so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I normally ask Jacob, you know, his thoughts from last week, but I think we'll start it off. Noah, what was the number one that thing that stuck out to you the past week in college basketball? Um, it feels like there's a lot that happened. It's hard not to point to the Iron Bowl basketball part two. Um, I knew going into it, it was going to be a tough game. Auburn on the road, you know, Neville's going to be a tough environment. But I guess guess I had higher hopes for Alabama, not necessarily expecting them to win, at least just um, putting up more of a fight. But um, I also have to say I was impressed by Auburn. Um, as hard as that is to admit as an Alabama fan, they really um, stepped up their game when they needed a big win. Yeah, and we can kind of talk about it a little bit later. Um, I guess let's just go ahead and talk about it now. Um, you know, a lot of folks on Twitter has called it a ref show. Not saying I disagree. Um, I think it was 83, 84 fouls in 40 minutes of basketball, or at free throws in 40 minutes of basketball, which obviously means that, like, you had non-shooting fouls, too. That So there was more fouls, and then there was more fouls than one per minute in capital-wise. Um, however... As an Auburn fan, I wouldn't say that the refs were favoring Auburn, but I would say that the way they called the game favored Auburn, if that makes sense. It does. Um, I know we kind of talked about it last night when you were saying that um, maybe if, you know, kind of maybe Alabama adjusting how they play would kind of grant some whistles their way. And I I mean – I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't know if that's kind of fair to have to change your offense to to match whistles. But I mean, when some of the fouls were a little, you know, we obviously Alabama fans didn't feel as if it should have been. But at the same time, when you get calls like that and you miss shots, that's where the combination really hurts. I don't necessarily think all the foul calls were or what hurt obviously you you have to you have to make shots to win the game on the road but um i i mean it's a tough place to play so i wasn't really i wasn't surprised we lost the game but i was more shocked of how of what the score differential was yeah and me and Jacob talked last night and i think what killed alabama was well i guess the two players that did this got their free throws grant nelson shot 11 last night and Sears shot 13 and that's getting the basket and getting downhill. And when you get in the paint, you're going to get the foul call. Like um, when we switch, you know, you switched our three switched off on Sears a lot, which would be Leor Berman, Chris Moore and Chad Baker Mazzaro. Between them three players, they all had at least three and Chad had four. So when you switch and you got downhill, Bama got the call. I just didn't think they did it enough. Same thing with Nelson. Like, yeah, I mean, it, Alabama's not built for a physical game like that. Um, 
So usually, you know, the it's the the drive it in, then kick it out, not necessarily like take it to the hoop, but mm-hmm. time, but um, you know, it's one of those that I don't think really anybody expected Alabama to win it, but I mean, definitely expected more out of the number sixteen team in the nation. Mm-hmm. Jacob, did you have anything else uh, last week that's kind of stuck out to you? Um, just uh, Arkansas just continuing to go downhill. Um, went to LSU and lost that one by a lot. Like, I mean, didn't even look good at all. So, just do the the must bust kind of maybe is it running out of gas? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you know, some say they might be going in a circle. Some might say they might be going in a triangle right now. Um, but it's it's definitely looks like it might be coming to a close at the end of the season. It's not necessarily the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, I think something that stuck out to me was definitely Tennessee. Um, Tennessee struggled, lost to South Carolina at home last week. And then they turned around and went to Rupp and proved me and Jacob wrong. Kind of dominated that game, really. I think for most of the game, it was, you know, anywhere from that eight to 14-point range, point difference. Um, then they turned around and beat a decent Tennessee team last night by – I'm sorry, LSU team by 20 last night. So um, they definitely got right back on track. Um, speaking of getting right back on track, I did not. Um, Jacob beat me again, so he extends that lead just a little bit more. Um, last week results, uh, Jacob went 11-2. and two. Very impressive. Um, and I went, you know, 9-4, and four, not too shabby, but it wasn't enough to catch Jacob on 11-2. Um, he has now extended his lead to five, and he is up 49-19, to 19, and I am and I have 44-24. to 24. Any thoughts, Jacob? Um, getting my revenge for football season, man. I had some brutal ones, especially Super Dogs. Thank God we're not doing Super Dogs anymore because I would be in trouble. <laughs> Man, I yeah. think you know what can 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 attest to the how super dogs how tough super dogs were. Well, yeah, there's no joke. Yeah. I don't even. I mean, it's it's hard to do super dogs on them. I liked them. Um, maybe because I was decent at them. Yes, yeah, but like sad. when we record this and you know games are a week out, none of the spreads are there. Which um, so I really don't even know how we would do that unless we just like tweeted it out the day before. Hey, this is me yeah. and Jacob super dog. Man, I remember I picked Navy. To win, and they got beat by like forty. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. I do remember. I'm trying to think who they were playing though. Was it like? I think it was SMU. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it was. They SMU. got the dog beat out of them. <laughs> All right, before let's let's reel it back in before we start talking about football in a basketball episode. Um, this week power rankings changed a little bit. Um. We had me and Jacob kind of thought, or Jacob thought it might happen. I was expecting uh, Missouri to win, but Missouri is now the official bottom of the barrel at 14th um, after losing at Vanderbilt um, on Saturday. Vanderbilt jumped them to be at 13th, and Arkansas is right there at 12th, rounding out the trash team, Jacob. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see Arkansas and Vanderbilt play. See. You know, if maybe Vandy can move their way on up again. Um, but that's kind of, you know, that's the bottom tier that I think we all can agree on is the bottom three of the SEC right now. Um, so just kind of going up in the tier of like the third tier we have is uh, LSU at 11. Um, we have Georgia at 10. Thought kind of, you know, they did play head to head and Georgia won that one by two. So, and if they were to play, Today we kind of thought uh, Georgia would would have the uh, slight edge in that one, and then uh, stayed at nine. 
Um, just beat Georgia last or last night. Yeah, beat Georgia last night. Mm-hmm. And um, Florida over state, um, just kind of feel like they're getting hot at the right time. So that kind of rounds out tier three. Yeah, you know, we had in week three, and maybe this is just because they didn't play good opponents to start the year, but we had LSU at five and Georgia at six. And now we're on um, week six, and both them teams have dropped to 10 and 11. So almost bottom of the barrel, but not quite there. Yeah, um, I think that's kind of where we predicted them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I had LSU 13th. Um, so that they're on the – I don't think they're going to get to 13th with Vanderbilt, Missouri, and Arkansas right there. But they're on the right trend. Um, speaking of a team that's on the right trend, Arkansas – I mean, sorry, A&M has moved up into our – I guess second tier, second from the top. Um, they are at number seven. Um, I think they they either started zero and four or one and three in conference play, and now they are back to five and four. With so they are definitely on the right track. Um, we have them at seven. We have Ole Miss at six after losing two games last week. Um, losing at home versus Auburn, and then on the road at South Carolina. And then Kentucky has now bumped into a different tier than the top four, and we have Kentucky at five. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like with Kentucky, um, with the loss to Tennessee and then the South Carolina too, um, it just kind of feel like they're not one of those top four, um, at you know, which is so crazy to say mm-hmm. that Kentucky's not a top four in our opinion team in the conference right now. So um, I know Alabama plays them in two weeks from Saturday, so. They, there's a possibility that they could go zero and three against the top four teams, and then doesn't Auburn play them? Uh, Auburn plays them next Saturday. Yeah, so I mean, there's a possibility they could go zero and four um, against the top four, which I hope to make us look better. But um, so that kind of rounds out tier two, and then um, the top four. Um, I'll go in order from one to four. Uh, we got Tennessee back at one. Um, just two, a dominating win at Kentucky, dominating win versus LSU. Just um, kind of feel like that puts them back at one, like we kind of thought, just not in their own tier, like we had them at one point. And then um, going down to two, we got South Carolina at two. Um, just I know they went two and zero, oh, but um, it's just hard not to put them. Below Tennessee, just feel like Tennessee is the best team in the conference right now. And then at three, we got Auburn uh, and four Alabama. Just kind of give Auburn the slight edge just because they did win uh, convincingly last night. So that kind of rounds out the four tiers that we have. Yeah, I think it's a good list. Um, Do you think Kentucky, and this is kind of a Noah question too, too, do you think Kentucky is the only team that could really work back into that top tier of teams and maybe get the – the buy in this the double buy in the SEC tournament. Yeah, I, I think I think they might be the only ones. Um I don't see I don't see Ole Miss doing it. Um I don't really I mean maybe Florida. Maybe. I mean I think I think they're good, but you know, this is just power ranking. So um I mean these aren't necessarily the like the actual conference rank, rankings. Mm-hmm. So um, South Carolina, Auburn, and Alabama are all tied at eight and two at the top of the conference, and Tennessee seven and two. But I mean, can imagine they'd be eight and two if they didn't have the bye week. Um, and then Kentucky's at six and four, and Florida's at five and four. So um, I could definitely see. I think it could be Kentucky or Florida, um, but probably I would probably lean Kentucky. Noah, thoughts? 
Yeah, I certainly think Kentucky has the best shot um, out of the teams outside of the top four. However, I wouldn't count Ole Miss out just yet. Um, they still have a chance to get a, a pretty impressive win at Rupp um, coming up, I believe, next week. So um, if they can pull that off, I think Ole Miss could be in really good possession uh, position uh, to crack into that top four, but they'll need a little bit of help along the way to do it. I still think Kentucky, when healthy, um, probably has the best chance. You know, and I might go – I mean, I think Kentucky, yeah, def, but as far as, like, another team, I think I'm probably going to go A&M. Um, five and four right now. They've already played Auburn. They've already played Kentucky. Um, I don't think – they haven't played Bama yet, right? They have not. So, I mean, they have a chance to maybe beat Bama and, like, give them a little slack. Um, they're just trending upward right now. Now, if you just said three weeks ago, did A&M have a shot? Um, the answer would have been absolutely not. But I think it's kind of changed in the past two, few weeks. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I could see, I could see Ole Miss too. Um, they they do get Bama at, um, at the Pavilion. So, um, that one's always it's always tough to go out there. I think you can attest to that because you were actually at that game. So, I guess or the out the Auburn Ole Miss game at the Pavilion, you were there. So, um, you definitely definitely could see it. So, all right, we're gonna go ahead and get into uh the pickums for these uh. This week's games, uh, the first one on Saturday, um, February tenth, um, gonna go is the first game of the day is number sixteen Alabama, uh, sixteen and seven, eight and two in conference play at LSU, who is twelve and ten, four and five in conference play. It's the eleven a.m. tip on ESPN. Wells, what you got? Roll Tide Willie is gonna be sitting on his couch, enjoying Alabama. Um, I think they're gonna whoop up on LSU. Um, LSU's got some scores that can um, can get it done, especially with the kid, the transfer from Tulane that who was at LSU, transferred to Tulane, is now and is now back. Um, he can definitely score with some of the best. And, you know, LSU gave them a close run in Coleman, kind of. I think it ended up being what a 17, 18 point game, but it was kind of closer up until the um, conclusion. But I think Bama's gonna. Um, I think Nate is going to get the guys right, especially kind of the offensive rebound, um, maybe effort performance they had last night. So I'm going to take Bama big. Yeah, Noel, what you got? Yeah, I'm going to take Alabama as well. Um, Alabama has struggled on the road in conference play, hasn't looked um, the sharpest, has turned over the ball more, and um, just hasn't really looked like they have a strong defensive presence inside. But I'm hopeful um, that at LSU, even though I do think LSU is a decent team, um, that Alabama's going to step up. And like you said, offer after a pretty um, – Disappointing loss against Auburn. I, I think they come back uh, motivated and ready to win. What about you, Jacob? Yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, I think Alabama wins. Um, it looks like that was already filled out for me. Um, I think Bama, uh, Bama wins, bounces back um, after a a tough loss last night. All right, and the next game is um, – oh, before well, – you know, just kind of before we get going, just remember all times are central standard uh, the way God meant it to be. Uh, <laughs> The next, uh, the next game is Vanderbilt, who is six and sixteen, uh, one and eight in conference play at number fifteen, South Carolina, who is twenty and three, eight and two in conference play. It is the noon tip on SEC Network. Um, I'm going to go with South Carolina. Um, I think they get it done at home. Um, Vandy's not really that great. I don't think they can get it done. But I mean, there's there's been a lot of other things that have surprised me, so I wouldn't be shocked. But I'm going to go with South Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to take South Carolina as well. Um, 
I don't really have much of. I mean, other than South Carolina's the better team, um, playing at home, I just don't see Lamont Paris and his group losing this game. Noah. Yeah, South Carolina is is really letting some naysayers know right now. So um, after being projected, you know, last in the SEC, I think now you know cracking twenty wins and the um, the future is bright. So I like South Carolina, South Carolina a lot, um, and I, I don't think Vanderbilt will be able to stop them in the paint, especially. All right. Next, we got the number one or the number twelve team, the Auburn <laughs> Tigers. Our <laughs> eight and four in conference play at Florida. Um, Florida is fifteen and seven, five and four in conference play. Is the two thirty p.m. SC Network game? Where do you go? Where are you going with Jacob? I'm gonna go with uh. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm gonna go with uh. I'm gonna go with Florida at home. Um, I think. I think they can – I mean, they had Kentucky on the ropes. They went two up and one. Um, I think they can – I think they're kind of meant um, that they can they can hold their own in big games. So, um, I know the O'Connell, O'Connell Center is going to be rocking. Um, so, I think Florida finds a way to win this one at home. Noah? Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, Florida's kind of a sneaky team. Um, I, I think they certainly could beat Auburn at home, but um, I'm actually going to go with the Tigers on this one. Um, like I said, Auburn really impressed me um, against Alabama. You know, I was really confident in the way we were trending, and then Auburn played a really good game. They seem to be um, shooting the ball well. Katie Johnson's playing well. Janai Broom seems to really been uh, coming into his own, and so I think I'm actually going to take Auburn on the road for this one. Wells? Yeah, I don't hate Jacob's Florida pick. I'm going to be honest. Um, as Auburn, Auburn has not won in Gainesville since 1996, so we're going on 27 years. Um, I think the only other streak is Rupp, maybe. Um, and, you know, if Auburn would have lost at Ole Miss last Saturday, even, even if they'd have beat Bama like they did last night, I think I'd have went Florida. But I think Auburn did enough last week versus Ole Miss, coming back down 13 early in a hostile environment, and then ended up winning by like 16 points. That um, they did enough for me to that I say I'm going to take Auburn to win in the O'Connor Center. Right, and I mean that makes sense. You were there, so I mean, but just just looking at it from an overall scheme, I definitely could definitely think Florida can pull it out. You know, and I'll I'll be there too. So oh really. I, it wouldn't be surprised me that if I drive five hours down there to watch a butt whooping with Florida spanking Auburn, so then I have to drive five, five hours back that night. But um, you just can't hide money at this point, guys. You just look, can't hide money. All I got to pay for is my ticket down there. Um, they got the people that like to drive and like to pay for the gas. So I just got to, you know, I like to thank the Pickens County School System for uh, employing me over the summer and helping me be able to get to all these different sporting events. Shout out, Jamie. Mm-hmm. All right. Next is a little bit of an odd game for the middle of conference play. Um, Gonzaga, <laughs> seventeen and six, at number seventeen Kentucky, um, sixteen and six. It's the three p.m. CBS game, and honestly, I did not know that this game was coming up at all. Um, I feel like this game would have been up more hyped on a lot of other teams' radars, and I was really shocked when I was making the spreadsheet today and I saw this. Um, you know, both teams have not kind of had disappointing seasons, in my opinion. Um, Gonzaga was projected by Joe Lenardi to be the first four out right now because of how weak their conference is, and they've lost a few games. Um, so I'm going to trust Joe, uh, Joe Lenardi, and I'm going to take Kentucky to win at home. Noah? 
Yeah, um, Kentucky at home certainly is an advantage. I know um, Trey Mitchell and DJ Wagner, I think, for Kentucky are still um, banged up. So that makes me less confident um, than if they were healthy. But um, like you said, Gonzaga hasn't been um, the type of team that we've seen from them in years past. And so um, I think Kentucky will um, get it done in a close one. Jacob? Yeah, I'm going to go with Kentucky as well um, at home. Gonzaga is not who, they, who they've who they been um, with Drew Timmy. What, this is their first year without him in, what, 10 years feels like? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think I think um, Kentucky wins this one at home. I don't know. I, I want to say big, but um, I think Rob Dillingham has a game. For sure. I like it. Um, next up, I'll introduce this next one. So we've got two teams trying to stop the skid. So we've got, um, Georgia 14 and nine overall four and six in conference at Arkansas, um, 500 overall 11 and 11, um, and two and seven in conference play at 5 PM central on sec network. So who do y'all have to stop the bleeding first in this one? Well, let's go ahead. Um, you know, it feels weird to say I'm going to take Georgia to win at Bud Walton, and like especially midweek uh, midway conference point. But um, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to take Mike White's guys to get it done in Bud Walton. That's a tough pick, man. Um, what I think Arkansas's two conference wins this year are, um, what A and M and then A and M at home. Yeah, which they got down by what twenty something at one point, right? Oh no! A was down. A was down twenty something at one point. Okay, I got it all the way back. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Wales. Uh, let's go with the 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 dogs as uh, kind of a who's that coming down the track? I don't know. <laughs> Gets me fired up there. Uh, no, I think I think Georgia's gonna win. Uh, maybe a close one. Um, gonna run a really really sophisticated triangle offense and um, find a way to win that one. So Georgia on the road. Yeah, gotta gotta watch those triangles. Um, I'm actually gonna take Arkansas in this one. Um, I may severely regret that later on. I'm going with the home court advantage. Um, I do think Georgia probably is the better team. Um, if they played the a series, I think I'd take Georgia, but uh just going with my hunch here, I think Arkansas may be able to pull out something. It's probably the smart pick, but I mean, you know, what's it? I'm kinda at this point just going with Wells that way, you know. If we both get it wrong, he can't pass me. So keep him in check. Smart. Chess, not checkers. So the game after that is uh number six, Tennessee, who is seventeen and five, seven and two in conference play, going to college station to play AM, who is fourteen and eight, five and four in conference play. Uh so seven PM tip on ESPN. Um, what you got, Noah? Yeah, I think this one uh could be a lot better than people expect, especially at Texas A&M. Um, they're trending upward right now, and I think especially at home, I think they can play with just about anybody, especially how aggressive they are on defense. I think they could cause Tennessee some problems. But I think Tennessee ultimately probably has too much balance and too much firepower. Dalton Connect, of course, is playing well, um, and they've just got so many weapons, and they they – I think will match AM's defensive intensity. So I'm going to take Tennessee in a close one. Could could be, you know, a two or three point game, I think. Yeah. What you got, Wes? Um, you know, I'm really interested about this game. I really want to see how, you know, Vescovy and uh Ziegler match up on Way Taylor. Um, you know, 
we've talked a few times of Ziegler kind of struggling a little bit. He had a decent game at Kentucky. Um, but I think I'm just going to take the be- the better team. I'm going to take Tennessee. Um, I, we ha- I was an advocate for them being number one in our power rankings, and um, hopefully they won't make me look like a fool. So I'm going to take Tennessee to win on the road. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I, I definitely think a ms the – or Tennessee is the better team. Sorry for misspeaking. Tennessee is the better team. Uh, you know, it's it, obviously it's hard to win on the road, but um, I think Tennessee – uh, ultimately gets it done. All right, and the last game to round out Saturday night is Mississippi State, who is fifteen and eight, four and six in conference play at Missouri, who is eight and fifteen, zero uh, and ten in conference play at seven thirty on the SEC Network. Um, I'm going to go with Mississippi State. Uh, it's I feel like if any team has pressure, it's Mississippi State right now because nobody wants to be the first team that Missouri beats. So uh, Mississippi State fans, uh, shout out Brett Rutledge if you're nervous. Uh, I understand. So, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to go with the dogs. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm going to take state. Um, Missouri's been bad. Um, maybe if they had beat Vanderbilt last week, I would have given them a little confidence at home. Um, but I think state looks really good versus Georgia the other night. Um, Taylor Smith had a game. Josh Hubbard's going to get his. Clay Matthews is a kind of a Draymond Green kind of role that just fits with their offense. So um, I think the dogs would come out on top. Yeah, I like Mississippi State as well. You know, they say a, a broken clock is right uh, at least twice a day. Um, but I think a blo- broken clock has better odds than Missouri right now. They're just not playing good basketball. Um, and I think they're looking 0-11 in the eye. So I think Mississippi State gets this one done. My man just don't. He just don't on Missouri. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, just a disclaimer: Ole Miss has a Saturday by uh, their by week or their by game is this Saturday. Yep. You know, we were t- Jacob. You you said something that caught mine. I'm looking at this, but you said it's hard to win on the road. Road, and I agree with you. And like, if you all the um, analytics say that, um, the records say that, and then I turned around and looked at who had me and Noah picked. And we out of the there's six SEC conference games at home, or six six games that are comp, SEC on SEC this week. Me and Noah have the away team winning five times. Um, the only time we have the home team winning is South Carolina playing Vanderbilt. Um, strategy. And Jacob, you're right there, right behind us at four, with the only difference yeah. being the Auburn Florida game. Yeah. So well, the thing is, when I say it's hard to win on the road, it's like when you have a game like in Auburn Florida, where a, a Florida team is capable, like really capable of winning. At or, or I guess my bad. Sorry, Auburn is really capable of winning on the road against a good Florida team. Now, like when we picked Alabama LSU, um, obviously Alabama's the better team, and you know if they if they're hitting shots and they'll win. But LSU has every bit of capability. I'm I mean, I'm glad we don't have the spreads on this one on any of these because I feel like a lot of the times I might pick the home team against a spread against these teams. Um, so but I mean, it is hard to win on the road. So. Um, but I guess we kind of really just shut that strategy out with our <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I misspoke because since Noah took Arkansas at home, that he he's actually at four. So I'm at five and y'all two are at four. Yeah. All right. So now on to the midweek games. Um, Tuesday, there's three games. The first or t- first game is um, Texas A&M at Vanderbilt, uh, 6 p.m. ESPNU game. Four folks have to watch this game. Give them the Aggies. Yeah, uh, Noah. Yeah, I think I'm also going to take the Aggies. You know, I have family ties to to old Vandy, so I I always try to root for them when I can. Um, and I think with Memorial working in their favor, I think they may keep it close, especially in the first half. But 
I think A&M and, and Coleman may just be too much for him. I like Vanderbilt's guards. Um, I'm not as big of a fan of their post play. So I think A&M pulls it out in the end. What about you, Jacob? Yeah, I'm going to go A&M. Uh, Vandy's going to stay with one one win. Um, I don't really see much else happening in this one. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm really interested to see if Vanderbilt wins another game or if Missouri wins one. Um, you know, you kind of hope for the, just the spirits that they do get. Missouri gets one, but I just I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, the second game of the night is uh, LSU at Florida. It's a 7 p.m. SEC Network game. Um, I'm going to take Florida to win this game too. Um, we have LSU way down in our power rankings and sliding quickly. And um, I think Florida's going to be coming off an Auburn loss. So I'm going to take the home team. Jacob? Yeah, Florida wins at home. Uh, I, For me, obviously it'd be two in a row. But um, I think regardless of the outcome of Auburn, uh, Florida wins this one at home. Yeah, I'm going to take the Gators as well. Um, they've been playing really good basketball right now. Um, they've won four out of their last five, I think. So, um, they're looking good, you know, trying to solidify a spot in the NCAA tournament against LSU. Um, and I hadn't really watched Florida until recently, but um, Tyree Samuel has been playing really well um, recently for them, one of their uh, big time forwards. So I look for him to have a good game. Um, so we've got, uh, in my opinion, the highlight game of the week or, or one of the highlight games of the week. Um, the Ole Miss Rebels going on the road to Rupp Arena to take on number 17, Kentucky, at 8 p.m. Central. Um, so night game in Rupp Arena. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting one. What are, what are y'all's thoughts? Um, I'm going to take Kentucky home team to win. Um, you know, Flanagan has been around the league. You know, Matthew Morrell has been playing really well, too. Um, I'm kind of similar to what you said about Vanderbilt. I think um, they have really good forwards and guards. I don't think Ole Miss has really good centers. And, you know, to win on the road, you got to be able to offensive rebound and you got to be able to defend the paint. And um, I just I don't see it happen. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Kentucky at home. Um, I don't I don't really I mean, I think Ole Miss can definitely win it on the road. Um, but I think Kentucky just kind of you know, slip up against Tennessee this past week. Um, so very well, but I think Kentucky is going to uh, win this one at home against a um, maybe an Ole Miss team that's not living up to the the hype that they had at the start of the year. All right, and that's it for Tuesday. We're going to go to uh, Wednesday, uh, Valentine's Day. A lot of love that Wales is going to be giving in this next game. Um, in my opinion, I know Noah said one of the games of the week for Ole Miss, Kentucky, but I think this one is the game of the week. Um, number 15, South Carolina going to the Plains against number 12, Auburn. Um, 7.30 tip on the SEC Network. Wales, what you got? I'm going to take Auburn, um, especially that performance last night in Neville. Um, I think – It'll be pretty similar atmosphere just because, you know, we're going to have a top 15 rank ranking and probably higher if, you know, both, both teams won and Auburn's probably going to move up a little bit. So you could have a top 13 um, game. Um, I think if the game was on the road in a colonial life, I'd probably take South Carolina. But I'm going to give Neville Arena um, its props. I'm going to take Auburn at home. No. Yeah, man, this is a highlight game. Um, you look at both of these two teams and, you know, regardless of who wins this game, one team's going to come away with a very, a very quality win, you know, a quad one win here. Um, South Carolina could get a firm grasp on the the one seed in um, the SEC if they're able to get this road win. But um, with it being at Auburn, I think I'll take the Tigers in a very close one. Could see it going into overtime. I think it's back and forth, but I think Auburn gets the win at home. Yeah, I'm uh, 
I'm with both of y'all. I think Auburn's going to win at home. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I think, I think Janai Broom's going to have, going to have a game. Um, Josh Gray can, or is it Josh or Josiah Gray for South Carolina? He wears 33. It's one of the two. Uh, I know his last name's Gray and I think it's Josh, but man, he can, he can defend. He's big. He's, he's big and physical like Janai is. Um, so maybe that could give him some trouble. Uh, Maybe Michi Johnson has a little bit of a game coming back to his normal self. But uh, I think ultimately Auburn gets it done on the road. I mean, at home, sorry. And then the final game of the night or the of the week is number six, Tennessee at Arkansas, uh, 8 p.m. tip on ESPN2. And I'm going to go with Tennessee to win this one on the road. Um, you know, I talked about it earlier. The must bus is kind of running out of its gas. So I think uh, Tennessee is going to going to come out of Bud Walton with a win. What you think, Noah? Yeah, I, I think Tennessee handles this one pretty easily. Um, like I said before, Tennessee just has a lot of balance. Their whole starting five um, contributes. And you look at, you know, the way they're playing, you know, very team oriented basketball. Um, and, and Arkansas just looks very disorganized on the offensive end. Defensively, Arkansas has been OK, but offensively, they just kind of look like um, each player takes a turn, you know, trying to play you know, ISO ball essentially. So I think Tennessee is going to eat that up and uh, this one might get ugly. Yeah. I'm going to take Tennessee too. Um, Like I said, I had them number one in power rankings for a reason. And Arkansas is 12th in those power rankings. Um, And our, me and Jacob's numbers do not lie. So I'm going to take um, Tennessee to take, get the road win. Yeah. And just a little bit of a, um, you know, Alabama, Georgia state and Missouri all have their bye week or their bye game this week in the midweek. So, Yep. All right. I guess that about wraps us up. Um, quick, real quick, Noah. Um, I'm gonna ask you before you go. Tell me your player of the year and your um coach of the year, real quick. Okay. I think coach of the year has to be Lamont Paris. I mean, with the the 180 South Carolina's done and how how well they're playing right now, and um, they don't really have a star like some teams do. They're just kind of um, you know, play well together, play. Um, you know, solid defense, take care of the ball, and all that's a sign of good coaching. So I like Lamont Paris for coach of the year. And then player of the year, I think it's between Sears and Connect, sort of like y'all have been saying. Um, I'm going to give the edge to Sears, I think, um, just because of how valuable he is to Alabama's team. Um, maybe that's my bias shining through, but I'm, I'll take Sears. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, I kind of said Sears, and so has Jacob recently. Um, but I don't think, unless South Carolina just falls off the wagon the last few weeks, I think Lamont Paris has about got that wrapped up. Yeah, I I don't see a world where uh, he doesn't. Um, he's just, man, they're, South Carolina's on a roll. I mean, tw- dude, 20-3, man. I mean, big, I mean, I think one of their biggest losses, or two of their three losses have come in conference play. Right. And the, other one, the other one was the Clemson. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. They're they're a really good basketball team. Well, I guess that about wraps us up for this week. Um, episode six, um, week six. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Noah. It's always a pleasure to talk to you to talk about basketball with you. Absolutely, I'd be glad to come back anytime. Yeah, man, another guy that just knows ball. You can't. <laughs> I mean, people from Pickens County and knowing ball, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I I guess that's about it. Um, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.